bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. And we are back to regular weed this week, okay? We're not doing a special that Mm -hmm. was fun and probably better than our regular show that we do, but Hmm. we're back to doing our regular show. We are hungover. Um, so like I said, regular <laughs> weed, regular weed. What everyone is uh, uh, become accustomed to. Yeah. Maybe not on time, but hungover. If you listened and heard a good episode where we seemed like we knew what we were talking about and weren't alcoholic drug addicts, that was a one off. This is regular. <laughs> that weed, was honey. A st- <laughs> we don't we don't even know where this is. We're like, do you know? And she's like, no, no I don't. Either. I got to tell you. Let's just. This is there's the news this week is just too much. It's too much research. <laughs> now, um, we got a super sweet and dare I say understated gift from a Patreon member. We must begin every show hawking the Patreon to everyone's dismay. Um, got to make that money, honey. Yeah. Dance for those dollars. And that's what we do. Yeah. So um her name is Donna Williams, okay? And this bitch didn't even write a card. There was a slip of paper on the inside um, that I would assume she just ripped off of a of a piece of, like, printer paper, but it was a perfect edge, so I don't know if it comes from a notepad, but it was solid white, and it just said, in regular ballpoint pen, enjoy, with a happy face. And inside of the envelope was were three gift cards, Two 7-Eleven gift cards and a Visa gift card. And we've already been using them. We have already been using 7-Eleven. Been used. Been used. Been used. Clearly, Donna enjoys a listen. She She's, <laughs> a, she's one of the 14 listeners because um, Meow Meow is a 7-Eleven regular. Freak. Speaking of regular weed, she's a 7-Eleven <laughs> regular. Yep. She has a coffee card. Oh, she I tried have, to use the coffee card in Japan in 7-Eleven. Uh, I have a rewards card. Tokyo 7-Eleven. She goes, do you think the rewards card will work here? Yes, that's right. And it did not. But, well, we also use the visa, Meow Meow, so that because you're going to get some new editing. That's right. So the visa gift card is going to help us um, to attain some new editing software, which is very exciting. We always try to use whatever. I don't care if it's 7-Eleven. I don't even care if it's like a Sephora gift card, which which I have gotten as presents and I love it. Mm -hmm. But we always try to use, you know, if we get an Uber gift card, Angie Knox sends us Uber Uber gift cards. We use those for each other when we travel, when we're together. We don't Mm -hmm. use those solely on our own. So we're using that the visa, which is great because it's basically just like cash to help the podcast. And it's so helpful. And we thank you so much, Donna. Like, just just what a just a sweet thoughtful thing to send really like made made us smile yeah it was unexpected and it was just like and when you drink like we do donna and you know this because you listen (laughs) we need the electrolytes Mm -hmm. we need and there's nothing like getting gatorade and pedialyte from 7 11 it's where you have to Julie loves a Red Bull moment. And yep. I'm talking about mm-hmm. there's one here now that I'm quite sure is from 7-Eleven from Donna. That's that. This is from Donna. Yeah. I should say Donna on it. Donna. Is that from is that from Ferris Bueller? I thought it was Donna, but it's Shauna. That's what I'm going to think of Donna. I'm going to change Shauna to Donna for this. So it is a Donna Red Bull. And every electrolyte that goes into our um, esophagus and small intestine will be courtesy of Donna <laughs> for the next at least uh, month. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I would think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. 
so we we love we live our our tokyo um you know it's our take it's our tokyo heart 7-eleven yep we'll always have our that's tokyo right. heart that's right now meow meow angelica we do have one of our 14 listeners is named angelica okay which is hot angelica ortega sent us the sequence ruth bader ginsburg pillows woo, woo. also known as the gator yeah the gator pillows are um flashy and exciting and sequined just like the gator and they also they they signify like a low-key slut with <laughs> um who's informed you know what I mean? You're, right. you're flashy well, well, yet informed. Well, and the gator is wearing a black robe and is one of the ones who loves to wear white lace coming out of it. Yeah, you know? oh, she's a low-key oh, slut the, for sure, yeah. the gator. Oh. Now, another low-key slut who has our hearts, <laughs> Ashley Ryder. I mean, Ashley Ryder. She, Angelica, I want you to know, this is how I know you guys are all, we're all low-key sluts of, of one mm-hmm. cloth. We're cut from the same whore cloth. Dumb gay low-key sluts. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ashley sent us those two pillows last year. Yeah. Um, so it was exciting to get two more because now we can keep two in the drug den and we can keep two at my house. Right. So we can keep the gator inspiring us everywhere. And you know that that's the kind of thing that like when when you have two of the pillow and I have two of the pillow where in some sort of moment will happen where it's like we'll be transported. I feel like it's going to be a portal like the gator pillows are portals. Yeah. If you have two in your house and I have two in mine, I'm going to be like, Whoop, hey, <laughs> it's me. And then I'm going to show up. You know, I'm just going to like be in the bathroom or whatever. You know what I mean? I think we can use them via the energy portal to help keep the gator strong oh, alive. and healthy. Yeah, maybe we should send the gator her own pillows. How much gator merch does she have? She's like oh. Jojo Siwa with a... <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, the gator. <laughs> with a closet it's full me, of merch. It's me, the gator. I think it was cute. I'm going to go to the Supreme Court. I'm going to be the school. And then we're going to give rights to everybody. And women do the rights too, right, guys? Break out as rapists. Like, yeah. But not for nothing, we got her We got her gator um, action figure on the wall. Mm-hmm. So she does have... She's merch. got quite a bit of merch she could fill up a room with. Absolutely. If she doesn't have her low-key slut merch room. <laughs> so I want to say thank you, Angelica, we, and thank you, Donna, where you guys did let us down is that you did not send your picture for the drug den bulletin board. Yeah. Okay? You're going to need to get, especially you, Donna, you pulled out a scrap of paper and wrote enjoy <laughs> and you couldn't throw in a photo print it out on your computer yeah, please, we need to have please. you on the wall we need to know who bought our new editing software and uh, all, of our, right. all of our all of our lights exactly for the rest of scrunchy 19 exactly we do need to know who's um yeah who our benefactors are and who's our you we, know we must you know, we're we're living like they did in the amount of T-shirts that Ruth Bader Ginsburg has is <laughs> hilarious. Like, and I want to get one of them. Um, uh, we're living like we're in the Renaissance, just like artistes did then, who couldn't survive without benefactors, and that's what you guys are, because we really, really wouldn't be able to. We are like Michelangelo, <laughs> and that brilliant. You're as well. the Medici family. Now, I mean, honestly. We don't we don't we don't want or need any presents from you guys. No, All we want is your no, pictures. Yeah. But it is egregious to send us treats and then we don't know what you look like. It feels gross. We're not you know, we are um, very materialistic <laughs> um, and we do love money and we don't really care who it comes from. Yeah. But um, it, we want to know who it comes from we want to know what you yes. look like we want to know you we want to really feel when we sit here and do the podcast we look at all of we are literally i'm looking at everybody right now yeah that's so what we do it's the drug den bulletin board we're proud of it now one low-key slut mm. did send her pick oh i mean we're talking about a low-key <laughs> slut a lady low-key slut yeah. and a man low-key slut. oh yeah these two. These two. Ugh. Now, K Tiv, she's the la- la- most ladylike low key slut we have. <laughs> yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, they smell of, they're dripping in diamonds and class, <laughs> these two, okay? K Tiv sent us a picture of her and her husband, Loads, <laughs> for the drug den bulletin board, okay? Now, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> K Tiv is a Patreon Fran Liberty. Mm-hmm. And who is married to a loads engineer. That's his actual job. Okay. And it became a huge thing because 
we, but especially Meow Meow, loves talking of loads. <laughs> she loves to speak of loads. She loves a conversation involving loads. Now we have mm. t-shirts that say loads on it. Yeah, I wear it to work out. I wear it to hike. I wear my loads engineer t-shirt. You know what I mean? We showed K-Tiv when we, so we got the opportunity to meet K-Tiv and loads yeah. in um, D.C., uh-huh. And I showed them a pic on my phone of us hiking that you were loads engineer. <laughs> so great. Oh, I mean, and to be face to face with the loads. Yeah. was just and Kate. What a what a dream. Yeah. Well, of course, both of them. And then the fact that she goes and says, hi, it's me, Kate. And this is loads. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And she put on the front mm-hmm. of her mm-hmm. postcard. Kate uh, and loads. Yeah. She wrote that. <laughs> now, now, Kate, Kel. I want you to know that we were going to label that shit K Tiv and Loads. There yeah. was absolutely no, no way. Even if you had written, um, it turns out his you know, his name is Robert or whatever his name right. is. We he's loads to us. Oh, I don't even wanna know what his real name is. He's loads. But it is adorable. So now meow meow Loadsy. What 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 did what did Loadsy use as the postcard um company? So oh, um Postsnap. Okay, so we love Postsnap. Yeah. Um, you don't have to use PostSnap. They don't um, send us any money. But if you, Donna, um, Angelica, get on PostSnap, get your loads picked, yeah, and get yeah. it over here. Be Donna loads. You can be Donna loads. <laughs> yeah. You can just, you know what I mean? Let's all, you know, if that makes you feel better. Um, KTIV wrote, J&B, I finally got a picture of me and loads for you. I've been meaning to get this to you forever. Loved meeting up with you in D.C. It was a thrill. No, really, it truly was. Whenever we make it to L.A., we will be letting you know, and you will agree to have dinner with us. We'll buy, since you think we're so rich. Parentheses, we're not. <laughs> Parentheses. Until then, we'll enjoy a prominent place in the drug den. Love always, K Tiv. She did. She did reveal that her name is Kelly. Right now, we won't reveal her last name because she works at a Catholic school, I think. And God forbid. Oh my God. God forbid they even imagine? find out she listens to this. Much less that she <laughs> allows you know us to call her husband loads. If we wanted, <laughs> we're like, hi. Um, we walk in together. You and I'm wearing loads engineer shirt. Yeah. And be like, hi, I'm looking for K Tiv and Loads. <laughs> loads Tiv. Hi. You know what I mean? Yeah, Loads it's- is Loads Tiv here? <laughs> Loadsy. Uh, yeah. You know what? We would love to go to dinner with you guys and we love you so much. And it's um it's all it takes. Just send us a postcard we ha- of and we just it's it's what we love. You know, right, Meow Meow? Yeah, we like to see you. We're getting another, we're getting an add-on bulletin we board. We are getting another bullet. We have yeah. to get another board. Um, hopefully with the new board, there'll be new Patreon members. Come on, www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. If you enjoy this podcast, go to patreon.com and um, sign up and then send us your picture as well. Please. We, we're, we're just, we're trying to break that 1500 mark, just like we're PBS. You know what I mean? That's right. We are PBS. This is Downton Abbey. This is Downton Loads. And we need you to get on there. And join Patreon. Just $1 for one hour, $2 for two hours. It's really the best deal you're ever going to get on Patreon. Go, go look around. Go see, go see. You don't get that cheaper than that. You do not get cheaper than what we're offering you. You don't. <laughs> you might. You I don't. guess free is cheaper. But it's, you know what I'm saying. You, get you know the ones. Two extra podcasts. Yeah. You get per two week. for $2. All right. Well, let's get to Eye of the Shit Storm. Yeah, right. You take some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall. Put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some buck. Put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right. So this week, the eye of the shitstorm is very convoluted. All right. It just is. You may have heard the term whistleblower at some point last week when you were going in between your various Bravo shows and the train wreck of Big Brother. Well, the whistleblower that you may or may not have heard about turned out to be a higher up at the CIA who filed an anonymous complaint after hearing several shady phone calls between Trump and the newly elected president of Ukraine. Now, for those of you who can't or don't or didn't um, know the newly elected president of Ukraine, And that whole story, Ukraine has been submerged under corruption and the ownership of Putin for a long time. The newly elected president of Ukraine um, is named Vladimir Zelensky, and he was an actor in the Ukraine, comedian and actor, actually, 
And you did a whole so there's that on this. Yeah, I did a whole so there's that on it because it was amazing what happened. He was a actor comedian for a long time. He then worked his way up and like started a production company. His production company ended up making a comedy called Servant of the People, where a lowly plebeian um, regular guy becomes the president of the fucking Ukraine. And he played that. And he played that character. And then that was and then became the president. Yeah. And then he's now the president. Now he's the president. Yeah. You know, it's basically like whoever the president was in scandal becoming our actual exactly. president. Yeah. And not even, I mean, yeah. even more because this is what, the, you know, the scandal wasn't even about really the president. And I watched, Pope. and I watched just the very beginning of it. And it's clearly like a servant of the people. And it's <sighs> clearly, um, he was, Ukraine is, you know, they're a, they're just dealing with a lot of corruption, a lot of problems, civil war and all the shit. And at the very, very beginning, it's like three guys standing above the city being like, well, we have to back our guy if we want to win. Well, what who did you pay for and who did you pay for? And so clearly they're. Yeah, they're, you it, know, it's a it's a meta look at a corrupt. It's yeah. like, haha, isn't this it's funny? It's like House We're of fucked. Cards. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But in the Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and a comedy and a comedy. Yeah. Um, and let's hope he doesn't um, isn't a total Me Too molester. Um, I know. And hopefully that he's not, you know, like completely and utterly corrupt. Yeah. Still owned by Putin. Who knows? So, I'm sure he's had his life threatened 50,000 times by now anyway. So supposedly on these phone calls, Trump asked this guy, Vladimir Ukraine, <laughs> um, eight times to investigate Joe Biden's son. So Trump is clearly trying to dredge up dirt on, you know, his biggest opponent in yeah. 2020, which yeah. is Joe Biden. Yeah. And whether he was he was like in one request, he's joking and the next one he's conjoling and then he goes to begging and then he, you know, he's trying all these tactics, you know, playing it off. He's being passive aggressive, right? but never actually going. Look, if you don't investigate Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, we will not give you any aid. Right. But he is. Asking the guy, hey, you should investigate Joe Biden's son. Look, all I'm saying is you might want to investigate Joe Biden's son because there's something going on there. And I mean, so he he did it eight times. OK, and he was so relentless in his request that someone in the CIA felt moved to blow the whistle on his fucking fat ass. So and that set off a chain of events, which has now at this point, when you're listening to this, ended us right back where things always end up with Trump. And that is Congress pretending they're going to try and impeach him in the press. So it's an impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Oh, Al Gore is calling for his impeachment. Oh, this Republican is doing it. Oh, these. And it's like his abuse of power. He's the worst. He's he's never. No one's abused power more than this president. Now, this has crossed the line. I will not. That's one thing to grab a pussy. It's one thing <laughs> to have your wife be here on an, on an Einstein visa. It's one thing to try and be building a hotel in Moscow. It's one thing to have a hotel right next to the White House where diplomats <laughs> pay extra money. It's one thing to have Vitilago where you mm. doubled the price of your membership and Chinese diplomats go. And it's one thing to have uh, people uh, possibly get in and a Chinese uh, foreign national has recording devices in and then we put her in jail. Kind of. We're not really sure. It's one thing. What about but. to have all of the the children? Oh, it's one thing <laughs> to have Don and Ivanka and Jared and Eric, Eric and yeah. Alana or whatever the fuck yeah. her name is. Uh, have be slumlords in Baltimore, have businesses going around the world, have Ivanka doing copyright weird IP infringement in China, have Ivanka having terrible chi- uh, children sweatshops in China. I mean, oh, have it's one thing to have Don Jr. have a meeting with the with the Russians to get information about the ele- <laughs> 2016 election. It is another thing for Donald Trump for almost three years into his presidency to talk to the president of Ukraine and eight times infer that he should investigate Joe Biden. Oh, That's it's another thing to ask Jeff Sessions to re- not recuse himself. It's one thing to almost fire um, Mueller. It's another thing to fire Comey. It's another thing to have every single person who's been in your administration or 27,000 people who have already been quit or fired. Oh my God. Beyond. Be cr- criminals. What about lied about Michael Cohen and Stormy Oh, it's Daniels? one thing to lie about Stormy Daniels and Michael Cohen. It is just one thing. None of these are impeachable. Not one. None of them. They are all excusable. Every one of them. Everyone. No. The straw that has broken but the this, camel's back this, is asking. But this. However, so the first arm of the convoluted story is that basically 
what Trump and Giuliani and all of his fucking cronies <laughs> think or want to say is that basically the former Ukrainian like government mm-hmm. laundered three million dollars to Joe Biden's son Hunter. Right. And I just find it funny because I always like to use Hunter as my mm-hmm. name for yeah. like the hot millennial. Right. And now there is actually it's actually Hunter Biden. Yeah. I just think it's funny. I'm going to continue using it. And have you seen a picture of him? No. Oh, you haven't? No, but he's probably good looking if his I, dad is. Yeah, I think he's good looking. He is? Yeah. Oh, well, that's saying a lot. I mean, look. Well, Joe Biden, he's got he's he's got that fucking charisma, honey. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know if Hunter, Hunter's got the charisma, <laughs> but I mean, you tell me. Well, what do you probably, think? I think he's good looking. See. Well, I, I mean, know I like the shape of Joe Biden's head okay, look, and like his together. head to neck to tuck suit transition. He's got like a even meow meow. Listen, the pussy only in, does not enjoy a penis, but she always goes, man, he can wear a suit about <laughs> Joe Biden. Well, I do like the shape of his head. Yeah, he's giving me a sec. Yeah, he's sexy. He's not really he's not really classically handsome, but no. I, he's got a vibe. Yeah, he's I got like the it. charisma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got the charisma. <laughs> I like that. He's like, first of all, I like that, that is normsy. I like normsy. I like I mean, that he doesn't have his dad's, you know, wooden teeth look. No, but he and he didn't get his teeth fixed, which I like. I like that, too. I, I like that they're like um, they're all different shaped teeth. I like it. Yeah, me, too. We, like, we like a naturalist. I think it's cute. We also like Joe Biden's wooden teeth look, too. Right. We lo- we know we enjoy that, too. It's there's like a there's moment in time for that. There's even with Joe Biden and the son has it, too. And I don't know if he's a criminal or not, but there's something like he looks like he's not just nice, like he's fun to hang out with yeah that like yeah, he's they fun seem fun both yeah they them. both that's why i said charisma fun. that's why i didn't say charisma i said charisma yeah they both do have charisma <laughs> he definitely hunter biden's got the charisma i mean i want i would feel comfortable i wouldn't feel he doesn't look like a creep and i know that i'm just getting this they look like you know, little rascals know. you know both of them rascals but not creeps yeah you know what yeah. i mean no we're not creeps. i don't out. mind a, a rascal like like meow meow said in the it's one thing. I mean, the irony, uh, the irony. It's, OK, so not even just the irony that this is the straw that breaks the camel's back with impeachment. The irony that Trump would, with a straight face, ask someone to investigate someone else's kids. Have you met your son-in-law? The motherfucker sold like a like or basically made like three hundred million dollars through his real estate firm and mm-hmm. paid i think honestly one single dollar in taxes right. it's like come on bro <laughs> so oh we'll do some investigating of people's kids let's get into it let's get into it so trump basically initially denied making the request via um you know rudy Giuliani, who's his personal lawyer and himself then he admitted he did it then he denied it again and so listen we all know he did it i mean we all know he did it. it's just something he'd do it just is so the thing is that if it's true that he did ask the Ukrainian president to investigate Joe Biden's son, that in fact does violate the Constitution, okay? And that is an impeachable offense. CNN said, per the Constitution, presidents are expected to act in the interest of all Americans and not to use their vast discretion in foreign policy to pursue political vendettas or subvert U.S. democracy. The founders saw the presidency as a public trust, meaning that its incumbents should not put their personal interests over national interests. So say what you will, even about Trump and his money laundering or Joe Biden's son and his, you know, money laundering. None of those are really putting your political vendettas above what the American people. The only thing putting that is Trump getting the Russians to fucking, you know, fuck with the last election Mm -hmm. and Trump now getting, trying to get the Ukrainians to fuck with this election. Right. That's what he's doing. And that's against the constitution. Sorry, not sorry. So, I mean, that's pretty much the end of the conversation. I mean, really here is why the corruption will stand. Okay. Now this is the other tier of the whistleblower drama. The unidentified whistleblower. Who's like a higher up at the CIA. He Fills out this report. I wish it was loads. Okay. I know. Loads. Does loads even work at the CIA? I don't know, but I mm-hmm. feel like a loads engineer works somehow near them and could blow a whistle. I think they work around things with loads. Like that could be the CIA. Loads of intelligence. Loads of. Is he an engineer of, of intelligence, K Tiv? I just imagine him walking through. I like. He's just oh, like I think a he works next to like me. Cliff from Big Brother. Oh. 
He's also an engineer. I like to He's think a petroleum him. engineer, but I'm sure mm. Loads is there putting the oil into Loads or whatever petroleum into. I don't even know. Yes, yeah. he does well, something like that. It's a secret life, and Loads is like double O Loads and goes into how, the CIA. How annoying though is Loads when it comes to packing the car? Oh right, he's like, well, let me get the measuring uh, <laughs> measuring stick out yeah, and let me see what the. The scale has to say we're going to, okay, this one's 54 like, inches. Yeah, and this is the kilometers okay, based on the kilograms. And metrics, and, the, and then I'm going to put the <laughs> meteor in here. And then put the, it's okay. like, God forbid you the, try to pack a whole moving van. Oof. Loads can't get near. He's getting involved with the movers. And it's oh like, God, honey, he must. can you not be involved with the movers right now? <laughs> Let them do their job. I can tell you when I'm at work at the uh, loads at loadsing <laughs> the that, load center uh, the load center that if we just put the uh, medium sized metric ton size in the um, side of the uh, corner, we will absolutely be able to get more room to put the load luggage in. <laughs> so. Okay, so basically the whistleblower who's a higher up at the CIA, he right fills out a report and fucking gives it to whoever has Trump put there temporarily because he fired the three other mm-hmm. people who were formerly there. Now, that person who's the head of the CIA then gives the report. He reads it over. He's like, yep, this is this is some shit. Right. I'm going to pass this on. Now, the person who gets the report, the top of the top of the pops, is the acting director of national intelligence. Now, normally that title would be director of national intelligence. <laughs> yeah, <but> there's never. <laughs> the, there's no personal. I mean, permanent. Nope. nope titles why would there in be the trump administration no there's not an actual everyone is it's an acting you know because they're everyone's either quit or been fired and there's only acting people because he can't keep anyone well, and he doesn't they've want, all been in, bringing going to be indicted these and these positions have to be voted on by congress and Ugh. these people are garbage pails <laughs> exactly and he doesn't want them voted on by Congress, so he mm. puts them in there temporarily and calls mm-hmm. them the acting director, right. and then Congress doesn't get a say. Right. So this guy, the acting director of national intelligence, his name is Joseph McGuire. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he's in charge. Whoever's not following, whoever's lost in Lode's eyes, <laughs> he's up the top of the CIA. In the chain of command, it goes all the way up to him. Here's the deal. In Meow Meow and every other whistleblower case mm-hmm. since the dawn of the CIA, yeah. since Cavemen were blowing whistles. Mm-hmm. The director of national intelligence turns over any evidence they fucking have. I don't care if it's a wiretap. I don't care if it's an eyewitness. Right. I don't care if it's a photograph. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking care if it's an artist rendering. They turn it over to Congress to review it. Not this guy. Nope. Nope. Joseph McGuire, in an unprecedented move, has refused to turn over the tapes of the phone calls where Trump relentlessly mm, asks mm, 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 the U- mm, mm. Vladimir Ukraine to fucking investigate Hunter Biden. Nope, Congress can't get it. The fact that and Adam Schiff is now going on. Adam Schiff, he's Hollywood. <laughs> he's <laughs> Hollywood. He's West Hollywood. He's Adam Schiff. Yeah. He's our representative. His fucking head has permanently exploded. Oh. He went through all of Russia. Ugh. He has the goddamn herring, whatever it's called, the red herring, the the white unicorn. To oh. finally get and and they, they won't give it to him and I feel like his hairline receded back two more inches. Oh, the he's on been on every news being like, um, ah, uh, basically <laughs> when a whistleblower comes, I, I you know what I can't even I'm gonna I can't yeah he's, there's nothing I can't even he's like be, outraged I I just, uh, it's like this it's like this it's like when college student says they were raped on a campus and the campus keeps it within only. The actual campus or some peeps, oh, what about so you the know Catholic what I mean? Church or you that. Go. Perfect. Perfect. <sighs> uh, my 17,000 kids have been molested. What are we going to do? Yeah. You know what? Let me just write that down. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I'm going to write that down. I'm folding. And let me just, I'm going to fold that. You know what? I'm going to take these complaints here. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to put it in an envelope and I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Pope and we're going to just keep it. We're just going to keep it on his I mean, a, or what pocket. If, what if that and whistleblower took it to the press for all the molesters and the press found out about it and then everyone in the Catholic Church was like, nope, that, no, nope, that didn't. I mean, it. okay, we did. It wasn't what you thought. And then it's like, okay, well, give us the evidence. Right. Give us the piece of paper that you hold it up. No, we're not going to hand. Oh, wait, this, this, this. Yeah, we're not going to hand that. You know, we actually can't give this to you because 
Because. Yeah. It's, so it's private. That's just why. Because we have. Um, <laughs> We love it. We don't want to part with it. It makes us sleep nice. I mean, so like, now they're not giving it. They're not giving it. And they're not going. The guy is not going to. No, he won't. He has. So now Adam Schiff has to subpoena it. But he's and not going to do it. Right. So it's just like it's. And also you're whistleblowing within the White House. Now the White House has the information. So I'm 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 going against you. And now you're the one who holds the information against me. It's it's un fucking believable and that's just what, that alone should be should they should all get fired but that's what they said from the beginning with jeff sessions and any of his attorney generals he's not supposed to they're supposed to be independent of him and they're not and he's made that clear which is why you know people say he's like a fucking dictator right. or whatever and it's like so this whistleblower story is like it's it is convoluted there's many layers there's yeah. many levels there yeah. ma- there's many many ins and outs yeah. and what have yous and <laughs> we're going to continue to follow it there are many ins and outs and there's <sighs> but for now the call is being shielded and shrouded by the by the garbage pails <laughs> that are at the top of the pops of the of the CIA and the national intelligence and you know no one knows if if the call was done on these things were done on purpose to try to put the Joe Biden thing in the spotlight i mean we don't know because it's <laughs> completely trumps the know. king of like holding a carrot while he's you know what i mean dangling a carrot over here while he's like well it's interesting something right over here. and i believe he this is being created for the election and that he's trying to get shit on joe biden and obviously the bidens have are negating any wrongdoing and that they didn't do anything wrong and blah, 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 blah. so who knows what's gonna happen but oh now we're all looking at joe biden while trump plunders money from ukraine right. probably <laughs> honestly right. i mean we expect, like we said, this whistleblower shitstorm to rage for some more weeks and weeks. We'll be back. We'll be back with the whistleblower <laughs> saga. But now it's time for just the t- 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 tip of the iceberg. Uh, all right. So the name of this segment is called just the tip of the iceberg, and it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> we take a subject that many of us are familiar with, and then we let you know what's happening right now with said subject, which is the tip. And then we fill you in. Fill on, you in. Yeah, we <laughs> fill you up on all the scary shit you have to look forward to in the future, a.k.a. the iceberg. I mean, if that shitstorm wasn't just the tip of the iceberg, I don't know what is. But I know. So, and everything's just the tip yeah. of the iceberg right now. So that's why we didn't even oh. we just wanted to skip this week. So last weekend, drones hit two major oil outlets in Saudi Arabia. OK, these particular oil outlets supply the vast majority of Saudi Arabia's oil and the damage to these fucking areas um, could seriously disrupt the whole world's oil supply. Right now, the attacks immediately escalated tensions in the Persian Gulf. Like I want everyone to know, when I hear the <laughs> term Persian Gulf, like Mama's already laughing. I am like, mm. time to check the fuck out. I it's I don't know if it's a trigger word. It's just boring it's newsy it's like am i a teenager and we're talking about fucking the gulf war i don't know or a kid or whatever so tensions in the persian gulf escalated between the united states and iran everyone hates iran 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 because iran iran Iran, the whole world iran iran hates apparently everyone now we had a deal with iran obama had a deal with iran Trump came in, severed the deal. So there he we had sanctions on them. But there was a deal that was like, if you don't make nuclear weapons, then you're going to get some money and let's start to try and like build you guys back up. And maybe you won't be dicks. And let's try and like do something here. Trump was like, this is a terrible deal. There's nothing in it for America. They, said they were still making the weapons. They're still Trump making claimed. the weapons. Yeah. They want to. And Iran does hate Israel and does want to blow Israel and every Jew off of the face of the planet. So the troops so, that are there now. The tensions have escalated when they see an Iranian soldier. They're like, we know you fucking sent that drone. Well, apparently what they did was the the 
bomb went off in the oil thing. Yeah. The oil thing blew up. They collected the shrapnel from the bomb. They pieced it together and they went, oh, these are fucking CR2221 <laughs> Uda Uda Udas. Yeah. Those come from stupid fucking Iran. Okay. And then. Well, well that's what they say because God knows it literally could have said, um, this is North Korea, bitch. This is Kim Jong-un, bitch. Exactly. And we would have been like this. Mm, that's from Iran. <laughs> so Secretary of State Mike Pompeo accused Iran of being behind what he called an unprecedented attack on the world's energy supply. But the Saudis themselves never pointed the finger at Iran. That's why I'm telling you that. Like, it literally could have said, like Britney Spears, it's Kim Jong-un, bitch. And they still would have blamed Iran because that... Behooves That's them. who they want to blame. We literally went in and to amuse ourselves looked at. I mean, our, I don't know if it was our June 27th episode or the week, the last week of June episode. We talk about Trump and Iran like they're ratcheting up these tensions, whether I honestly to myself, I'm so cynical and so fucking paranoid at this point. Like I'm like, we sent the drone. To, well, that's what Trump I was saying. I, th- I think we did. I think we did. Iran, so there's also a whole thing, and I don't want to make it too convoluted because it's confusing to me, too, and I'm still trying to figure it out. There's a civil war going on in Yemen. Oh, Iran God, no, and, no, you're going to get into these names. I know, but Iran is so confusing. I, so let, um, basically, Iran could be mad at Saudi Arabia because Iran is backing one group in Yemen and Saudi Arabia is backing okay. another. Well, I'm sure so they are could, mad. You said they hated everyone. And they, they do. So they could, and now I, no offense, but, you know. And this isn't, yeah, they're run by a fucking military dictator who wants to, like, take over the world. Sorry. No, they're not going to apologize if somebody, people talk shit about Trump. We don't need them to apologize to us. If you don't like their ruler, you don't like their ruler. Now, it's so, it's so lame. Well, we may, we may have sent it or I, or, you know, whatever, or Iran sent it. But either way, it's like all of a sudden we're going to be there protecting fucking LBJ or whatever his name is. Arabia. What's the dude who fucking MBS who fucking killed that journalist? That's right. We don't need to worry about Saudi. I'm sorry. I don't. We don't. Why do we care about Saudi Arabia's problems with Iran? Let them fight that out themselves. But of course, Republicans love going to war on an election year. So all the dudes who are usually too high on opioids to even vote stagger down from the hills with (laughs) eyes to vote for our country to kill everyone that isn't white. Right. Also... We get some oil from Saudi Arabia, so it could affect the oil prices here. So I think that what and I'm just starting to formulate my thoughts on this, but I believe I'm starting to believe. Let's say we make it like it's Iran or it's Yemen or whatever. They blow up the oil shit. We already have this weird relationship with Saudi Arabia, but they've got the oil now. But we have our our oil. oil That's true. But we also get oil from Saudi Arabia. So if our oil prices start going up. Because of this, let's say these things that they start doing. Okay. They're going to go up and up and up and up and up. Why are our oil prices going up? Fucking Iran. Iran is bombing Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Iran wrote? To, just kidding. Iran wants the bomb. Uh. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just wondering. I'm thinking. People are going to be pissed. People can't afford to live as it is. Now the gas prices are going up. Oil in your home is going, whatever. Up and up and up and up. Not to mention, it's going to get Trump to be able to do in his campaign speech. We have to frack. We have to get our own oil. We have to drill more. Oh, that's good. We don't want to be dependent on Saudi Arabia or the Middle East at all because we get it from other places, too. So don't we want to be able then don't we want to sell our oil to China and to whatever? Yeah. So then now we've got our oil prices going up. We must get our be dependent on our own oil. Now we're going to drill. We're going to yeah, frack. We got to go into the, all the endangered areas. Sorry, the animals need to die. Sorry, the water is going to get polluted. This is what we have to do. Don't regulate anything. And they're going to I think they're going to go down that road for the campaign for the election. At the same time, you've got that going on. And let's look into Joe Biden. I honestly feel and let's start a little a little almost pre-war so get everyone scared. We got to yeah. get all the and no one of the to, Defense Department and no real one, full. Right. And no one ever likes to get rid of a president during the time of war. Never. So if he's in a war, we're yeah. no That's matter. What I said, get all those 
white dudes living all hillbillies mobilized yep. to come on creepy down the hill and be like we what we don't want these terrorists fucking losers and we why, we can't we can't vote out a guy who's already in the middle of a war we're not going to let some what are we going to do have elizabeth warren come in and she's going to take over the war i don't think so and she's going to pull the troops out she's going to lose all our money so i think what they're doing is nothing but trying to get reelected and I don't, oh, yeah. they don't care who thing. they'll kill, yeah. who they'll hurt, what lies they're going to tell. We are living in House of Cards, honey, and it is happening. That's what I think is going on. Well, I think you're right. <sighs> I'm just to the point everyone knows this and everyone's sick of hearing my angry, cynical ranting. I'm sick of my own voice. But it's just like if the oil prices go up, the oil prices go up. If our clothing prices go up because we're in the trade war with China, we all have to start conserving our belongings that we buy and start walking start carpooling start eating meat less everything Mm -hmm. that costs a lot of money we're all gonna have to start making sacrifices not gonna get to have that meat every day it's not about deregulation and making things worse like the and the only way to make things better is to do a little sacrifice right and if you're a religious person or a person of faith wouldn't isn't that the first thing you would think isn't the first thing you would think if you're a christian or somebody who's super religious muslim or jew or whatever you are we need to sacrifice (laughs) sacrifice is the key isn't that what jesus did didn't he sacrifice don't haven't the most religious spiritual people sacrifice gandhi didn't eat and the prophet muhammad lived in the desert and whatever whoever it's just like you know for a world that is has killed more people in the name of God. They certainly haven't sacrificed a lot. Yeah, or their yeah, for their own fucking pleasure and greed and vices and needs and money. Now it's time for gay guys and their feelings. <laughs> Looking cute. I'm feeling cute What you gotta do Boy, let me tell you You're gay It's okay It's a present from Jesus Every day Now it's time for a new twist on an old segment. Instead of gay guys and their feelings, this week we have Fathers of Gays and Their Feelings, round two, featuring my father, Dr. Leon Goldman. Okay, this is Julie's dad's second time being featured in this segment. Her handsome brother, Adam, has done it three times, and her gorgeous mom, Phyllis, has done it twice. In fact, we should probably just officially change the name to the Goldman family's gay fucking feelings. They're not all gay, but they've all got feelings, and they're all sexy as fuck. So now, I say this all the time, even though it makes everyone uncomfortable, and I have been really making an effort to stop me tooing Julie's entire family and just me tooing people in general, but it's hard. Old habits die hard. Um, especially when you're as sexy as Dr. Leon Goldman. And I do have a very serious affinity for him. He's basically like a less annoying silver Fox version of Meow Meow. And I like to imagine that he's a freak in the sheets with Phyllis because she's a sexy little spinner herself. (sighs) Now, this message was so inspiring to us. I need more Leon. So, we're going to we're going to have Leon's gay feelings, but we are going to have Dr. Goldman's going to need to take us to skew. He is going to take yeah. us to skew. So we we asked him to um, do, you know, do research because I'm sure the man can uh, read one single book and, and be and get a doctorate <laughs> on any subject. I mean, straight up. I'm sure. So I'm sure. I can't wait to tell people when they ask me like, so like what what are you how would you like describe yourself? I'm going to be like. I'm like a less annoying version of my dad. No, I'm sorry. I'm a more annoying version of my dad. <laughs> I'm a mo- more annoying. Um, well, I mean, I think that accurately describes you. <laughs> yeah. A more annoying, um, less gray version of my dad. Right. I'm a more <laughs> annoying, less gray version of my dad. Oh, well, can I think of like, listen, I mean, you're, you're going to be a silver fox yourself one day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I'm glad you're stuck on that when I'm trying to tell the 14 <laughs> I listeners. I don't care about that, it. That's all I that, can think of That now. they can look forward to um, some more, like a legitimate dose of Leon because he's, yeah. I should just taking liberties calling him Leon. I feel bad, but. 
I'm sure he doesn't like um, Okay, so. Uh, and he did teach, so, you know, he's going to be a good a good professor for it's, skew. It's going to be a really, really, really interesting um, skew on campaign finance, and um, it's coming up soon, and we're, 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 we're excited about it. So, so this was unsolicited by my dad. He didn't, I, we didn't ask him for this. We didn't, he listens. He's, he is fired up about politics right now he is fired up both <laughs> my parents are fired up they're going to protest they're hung, yeah. hung the signs they're like into it every time and and i know i've said it before every time i hang up with my mother like, i hope something good happens for you and something illegal should happen to drop uh, goodbye uh, uh, d- don't wait two weeks to call me so he just left this message and i was just like oh okay he's great awesome and it's awesome shall i you shall julia's death so I'm going to give you another rant. <laughs> With Trump's order to deport these children or here for medical help, it's clear that he's a cold-blooded murderer and his administration doesn't stop at murdering innocent children. Um, so I call upon all governors and mayors to call up their state police and their National Guard should ICE or Border Patrol show up to deport these children. They need to have them stop it. It would be completely lawful for any uh, governor or mayor to prevent cold-blooded murder of an innocent child. They would never allow it if somebody called and said, I'm going to go out in the street and murder some child. They'd send the police out to get that person. The president and his administration, by deporting these children, they're murdering them. It's the only place they can get the health care they need. They're here legally. So I call upon the state's to prevent the federal agents from ever touching these children and to protect their lives as the law would require. So that's my rant. Take care. <laughs> Take care. Take care, my daughter. <laughs> now, I think we know where um, where Adam Goldman got his flair for the for romancing the light. Fantastic. And, and, and dare I say, even Mia Mia Goldman. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 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 Okay, so I, of course, being the fucking twit I am, I didn't realize it, it, it. What's happening is the Trump administration is are de- deporting people with and children, including children that have like terminally ill diseases or diseases or sicknesses that require them to stay in the hospital, and they're essentially kicking them out of hospitals. Out of hospitals, and then without the ho- hospitalization care, they will uh, uh, die. Most of them. And your dad's a doctor, so he knows. Yeah, so that probably really struck a chord for him. I think it clearly triggered him yeah. since they're. You know, I think he's hardwired to help you know what i mean yeah even i i would i would think there was a girl who was like with the tracheal thing in a hospital and it's just like she's gonna get deported like back to i don't even remember what latin american yeah. country and it was just like she will literally die upon enter like i can't wait when, <sighs> when your dad when your dad takes us to skew to ask him about how he feels about what andrew yang said and just and i mean really all the candidates about how being a medical professional of any sort just yeah. became about bureaucratic red tape and yeah. what insurance companies tell you to do. And mm-hmm. you're more concerned with, yeah, not getting sued for malpractice than like actually, I don't know, just made me think of, you know, some somebody demanding like they don't have insurance or they don't have a way to pay for this. So now you've got to send them to the streets to die. It's like they just don't do it. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it just isn't done. Apparently there was a protection that let immigrants remain in the country and avoid deportation while they were um, receiving life-saving medical treatment. So after their medical treatment was done, they would be possibly deported or whatever. And they just, they ended that. So it was just like, what, you're going to... And what kind of person, if you're in ICE or whatever, walks into a hospital and takes a person out and deport... Like, you need to look at yourself in the fucking mirror if you do that. You're like a Nazi. You'll do anything. You'll kill anyone. You'll do anything that somebody tells you to do because you're you wear a uniform. I'm more offended by you. Like, I am more offended by you. Trump, that's one thing. He's not physically doing anything. You're the ones doing it. How do you sleep at night? It's so upsetting and convoluted and like, um, well, he's definitely moved by and I appreciate his gay feelings on that. And um, I guess, God, there's so much to look into. We're going to have to keep keep apprised of what's going on with that as well. Thank you, Dr. Leon <laughs> Goldman. And we will be hearing from you sometime in the coming weeks. Yes, we will. Um, now it's time for So There's That. Yeah.
part of the show where I give Julie the task of finding something good that's happening in the world because of or in spite of the Trump administration. Now, she hates doing it, and I love that she hates it, but I mostly love that I don't have to do it. And for that reason, I rarely even help her with it. And when I do, it's usually just to tell her to go ask our unpaid intern, Arana Rowe, to find her some story, or I'll tell her that someone has like left a story for her on Patreon or something such as. But not today. Today, I found this one all on my own. And as so there's that's go... I think it's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> and I believe that it will absolutely be in the top 10 most important and impactful things that happened during Trump's presidency. And the fact that it happened in spite of Trump is what makes it so incredible. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one right. can find a way to give themselves credit better than I can. <laughs> well, and it's funny because I do have written here to I do have a note to give you that credit. So no need. <laughs> no, now, now I'm not sure what to do. All right. Well, this week, amid all the international intrigue, lies, bullshit, almost war and Trump carnage, Brandy. Ding. Actually, there's found me something. smiling now. I want teeth, you. My, I, I read a reflection goes off my tooth and goes. Ding. Yeah, and I want to read what I wrote so that you know that I actually did write. Of that. course, I knew you were going to. Now, like she said, she found the thing that is the so. There's that for <laughs> this week. All right. Well, here's the deal, and it really did warm the cockle trolls of my heart. <sighs> a is young, it cockles of my heart. It's the cockles of my heart, oh. but I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. What does cockles of my heart? Mean? Don't know. Okay. Um, a young woman named Taylor Dumson was a student at American University in Washington, D.C. In 2017, she became the university's very first black student body president. Yes, it was a historic and exciting moment, but not everyone was happy about it. As you can imagine. Who? Who, you ask? Well, white trash. What happened then was grotesque. She found herself under a shitstorm of trolls and white supremacist harassment. Basically, a piece of shit whitey who will not be named, let us don him, whitey who shall not be named, ran a website called The Daily Storm. And also, I know because I said the website, you can go and find out who he is. And also, The Daily Storm. I don't know why white supremacists always have things like The Storm. Like, literally all of their shit have storm in it. It's like storming this. And I don't really know if it's stormtroopers or because they're a bunch of fucking turds in a white (laughs) storm. I don't know. I don't understand what it is, but they always have something with about a storm, which is what he even used that language. Like, I don't get it. Now, you may think, did she have them all killed, beaten to an inch of their lives, burn their houses down? Now, that would be a hell of a so there's Sure would. (laughs) Perhaps burn an effigy of Hitler or Trump and hang Vienna sausages all over town with no words written on them because they're too small. That's brilliant. Well. (laughs) It would have to have one letter, like F on one little dick. And then U. U (laughs) C K. Yeah. Y O U, you know. (laughs) Now, all of these valid responses and we would applaud every one of them what she did however was even better which is why we're telling the story today what she did was she sued them and she won this is another historic moment for her because basically she's possibly creating a precedent for being harassed online no one has ever successfully sued for that you guys right ever these motherfuckers trolled her to the extent that she was legit scared for her life they knew her name they knew her sorority there was all this bullshit with bananas and the motherfucker was alone in whatever you know i don't know she didn't live with her parents she's alone in her apartment she's scared shitless and she like successfully sued it's pretty incredible everybody better take a good long hard look in the mirror before you send someone a fucking bitchy trolly comment And I mean, and a lot of them. Now, she won the argument. And basically, the argument was just like physical harassment, online harassment can also interfere with civil rights, such as the right to get an education. And what um, one of the things that they did besides being online trolls is they hung bananas. They lynched, quote, they lynched bananas from trees in the school with her sorority letters written on it. And 
like other things written on them and she was terrified and she said i was terrified i didn't know who these people were i didn't know where they were i didn't know if they were coming to find me so instead of going sure, online a simple google search too you can find someone's address like, right i mean come on and they're all in school together so it's not like they don't know where she is at any given moment so instead of going online and sending comments back which is what I would have done, as we know, and will continue to do because I'm very basic. She sued their asses. She says people think about protests and advocacy or lobbying or different things, which is, of course, a way to fight hate. But litigation can also be a tool for social change. She basically sued the Daily Storm guy. And he was slapped with a fine of $725,000. But even better, one of the trolls came forward as he somehow developed a conscience. No, that was, I think that might have been part of the settlement deal. That somebody had to apologize because it wasn't the main guy. It was some other no, he never showed lowly up to, guy. Yeah, he never showed up to court. But well, one of the guys came forward and apologized to her. And to me, that is one of the, that is like the secondary achievement than what could be potentially a precedent that she's being set because you know Taylor Dumpson is obviously someone we'll be seeing more of in the future and what she said which I hope which is for me the major lesson for today is even though you're a white supremacist even though you're a neo-nazi even though you think like this I don't think you're always going to think like that she said I don't think it has to be that way and so by suing them and then that guy coming to apologize you know, and also it's and I mean, I feel like the main thing is that it's so great. I mean, it, it's on so many levels, even just her getting to be student body president, you know what I mean, was mm-hmm. already historic and amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's like way long overdue, mm-hmm. you know, if we don't mind saying so ourselves <laughs> with all due. But, um, you know, like people get trolled and I'm talking about even white people, even religious freak assholes who make some asinine comment they do have the right to free speech and if they want to say some disgusting old comment and then get whether it's just you know women shouldn't have abortions or whatever (laughs) and then they get trolled to the point of like they're scared to leave their house it's like this mob mentality on social media needs to stop and i've been saying and i mean and let me pat myself on the back yet again i mean honestly i don't know how, how we even have 14 listeners at this point i'm gonna get us down to two with how obnoxious i am um i have been definitely saying from the beginning of this podcast and that the only way for any of this like like bullying and, and trolling to stop is for people to start getting fucking sued for their yes. fucking lies yep. because you'll ruin someone's reputation yep, yep. and straight verbal hate crimes online and if they're threatening i'm gonna kill you i'm going to come to your house everyone needs to go kill her everyone needs to like yeah Yeah. that's should be you're gonna get you're gonna have to pay yeah you're gonna get sued you're gonna have to say shit like that you can't be n-word nine thousand times and inciting violence online you can't say it in person that's right so you can't do it online and they're and this girl set the precedent and i mean when i tell you i like practically jumped off my couch i was like motherfucker (laughs) it is on it is time for the war on social media trolls get the shit together i mean that's when cory booker said he was gonna get the hate crime Mm -hmm. division going and it's like even just you know and that includes these these are it's it there needs hate speech in all forms i don't care if you're at an uh, you know an nba game yelling out n-word like no you know you can't it's it's got to it it needs to become a criminal act even if it's a misdemeanor or whatever it is you and even if it's just civil which means somebody has to pay mm-hmm. you want to yell out n-word it's like okay i'm gonna take you to small claims court right, and get five g's five, yeah, exactly. real quick right so there's that <laughs> So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Yay. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> if you haven't signed up for our Patreon yet, go over to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and pledge a dollar a week for one hour long podcast or $2 for two hour long podcasts. That's every week. Our Patreon podcast has been podcast has been very hit or miss for the last couple months. Mm-hmm. But hey, 
Once you sign up, you'll have a whole back catalog of classic podcasts yeah. to enjoy. Some good, some bad. <laughs> and you'll also get a whole new online community of friends that you can talk shit about us with. <laughs> That's right. It might seem impossible, but we managed to be more offensive on those podcasts than on this one. Can you believe it? We sure do. We irritate more people yeah. <laughs> and we elicit more anger. So there's a lot to complain about it. If you like complaining and I, I, you got to sign up because you can go on there and just talk all your shit <laughs> and we read every single message and sometimes we respond. Sometimes we respond. That's right. <laughs> but here's one from Brian Anderson that we really liked. I'm working as an actor at Universal Halloween Horror Nights, and it is the most tragic job. And every night I cry about my life and boy problems and how this is my career. But I'm now sneaking headphones under my ugly latex mask, and I listen to y'all while I'm scaring people for eight hours every night, and it helps me get through the pain. Thank you for making me laugh through these dark times. <laughs> Last night I was listening to the Tom Christopherson episode while the drunk people were running screaming, and I was like, this makes it bearable. I almost shed a tear. I know. It's so sweet. Literal dark times because it's dark there. I, and, thought that, I thought that was a funny pun. And I feel you, Brian. Like, <laughs> I've done jobs like that before, too. And you just like, man. It's not your you, career. It's just your it's side just, hustle. It's just your side hustle. Yeah. And you just got to remember that. You just got to remember it. And I know that it doesn't feel like that. But I promise you that when I was having to do something like that and go, <laughs> the woolly mammoths, my father, the, the woolly mammoths come from Russia. Anybody listening? No. <laughs> I mean, listen, shout out to all the people listening to podcasts at work. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. a fucking genius life hack. Yep. And um, we recommend doing it. Do it while you work out. That's another one. But um, Brian recently upped his pledge from $1 to $2 <laughs> so he can get both of our hour long podcast bonus podcasts each week. And we love him for it. It legit warms my heart to imagine him working at Halloween Horror yeah, Nights with our voices. in his I ear. can't. I want to. Like, I wish I could go see him. I want to. I can't. I love it. Yeah. Keep keep listening to it. Brian, like, right. OK, here, here, Brian, this is for you. <laughs> Look at these fucking people, Brian. Look at these no, fucking he assholes. He listens to the Patreon, man, man. Oh, okay, I'll do regular. it for him on there. So on the Patreon, what will you do? I'm going to, on the Patreon, Brian, I'm going to do something special for you. <laughs> I'm not going to do it here. Okay. It's basically going to be like. Oh, it's going to be. A, give a verbal description of what it's going to be. What does this asshole think she's doing? Oh, okay. Here's uh, <laughs> Brian, for you, for your specific job. And you know what? You know, maybe we'll. Send in requests. Send in requests. I'll do this for anybody who wants it. But I can just see myself in your shoes. I can imagine what is coming at you. You have some mask on, which <laughs> smells, smells, you're sweating. <laughs> you can't wait to get out of there and fucking whatever. Maybe you're going to like, I don't know what you think about what effort to get through work. Maybe it's eating. Maybe it's just smoking whatever it is. Like I'm going to have a drink, whatever. I'm going to just like talk you through some time. So I'm going to talk you through a specific. There's couples I know, coming at you. Oh, there's there's groups of girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say groups of teenage Garotsky uh, boys. Or boys like, uh, I'm not even scared, bro. <laughs> I mean, all that. <laughs> all that. So I'm going to give it to you, Brian. I'm going to give it to you for your earlobes and for anyone else who's working in a situation where they have to fucking deal with that. And yeah, send in requests. Tell me. Yeah. Let us know what you do, how we can specifically ear ear hustle you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Perfect. I'll like whisper if you need. We'll whisper. I'll be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I feel like Just like Ashley more. Ryder, steal us more pens. Oh, right. Like, sharpies. right. Like, we need some right. more legal pads. <laughs> Who's that guy who sits down a cubicle from you? Like, <laughs> what? I'm like, uh, what is his your deal? boss is gay. He's in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Wigs. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man by the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite 
from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme, maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom.